0: Hi, my name is Chris. And I'm Becky. And this is the Marriage Walkers Podcast,
1: where we walk through the journey of marriage with love, service, and commitment. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 6 Laying the Foundation.
0: Today we are talking about laying the foundation for a successful marriage. One of the things that you have to do to lay that foundation is to have administrative conversations where you're passing information back and forth. It's not the fun, it's not the sexy part of marriage, but it is necessary. And I try to look at it like a house and the foundation for a house. Everybody wants a house. Everybody wants a beautiful home. Nobody wants the foundation. But without the foundation, you can't build a house.
1: Absolutely. Dr. Bill Doherty from The Intentional Family said, few dating couples would get married if they had as little focused conversation as most married couples do. As we go through life and as we go through more time being together, we tend to forget to actually be intentional about our conversations, be intentional about how we're communicating with our spouses. And in doing that, we have an opportunity to drift away from each other or if we put that intentionality in to come back together.
0: Definitely. And when we talk about this today, like I said, it's not the sexiest topic. Nobody dreams of the perfect foundation. They dream of the perfect floors and the perfect countertops and all the nice stuff in their home. But it is important that that foundation is laid correctly. So When you are passing information or having administrative conversations about scheduling and budgeting and other things going on in the world, it's important that that's done appropriately and received appropriately. These are some things that we've come up with that work for us. I hope it helps you. But we're going to talk about asking, suggesting, and delivering info, approving and accepting information, and how to handle it when you oppose something that has been delivered to you, or suggested to you. All this comes from our experience. We would love to hear if you think different, but we're just going to dive right in.
1: So starting with asking and suggesting and delivering, this is just the basics of the administrative side of conversation between you and your spouse. This is the ways in which you will be delivering information or delivering options to them.
0: Yeah, and when we talk about asking and suggesting, The reason that we are highlighting those is a lot of the time we come into a marriage and either we're used to not being married, so we're used to just being responsible for our own schedule, or we get that self-centered mindset that we all get sometimes. We all fall into it now and again, where somebody says, hey, can we go fishing on Saturday and you're out with your guy friends and you're like, yeah. And then you just text your wife, Hey, I'm going fishing on Saturday. Well, you're part of a marriage. You're part of a relationship. You're part of a family. There's a lot of work that goes into that. There's a lot of errands that need to be run. It's important that you include your spouse in your scheduling. It's important. You include your spouse in your budget. It's important that you're working together because this is your life together. It's not your life alone that they're getting to be a part of. So when you do have something like that, that comes up, it's important that you, Hey, the guys want to go fishing. Is it okay if I go, or is there anything going on Saturday that would keep me from going fishing?
1: And a lot of people would look at that as their spouse telling them what to do or allowing them or not. And they may feel like that makes them less of a person or they might get made fun of by those buddies. who want to go fishing or something but it's not. It's kind of like what we talked about last week. It's about respect. It's about including your spouse and respecting them and making sure that, you know, you didn't forget about plans that you had already made, or maybe they had an expectation that you guys were going to be doing something together that day. And just including them isn't anything to make it make you any less.
0: Being married means that you have to work with that person. And it's a beautiful thing to work with that person. There's so many things that you get from that, so much that makes your life so much better. And when people say things, they tease you about stuff like that, it means one of a couple things, usually. Usually it's they're jealous or they want your attention more and they think that they're putting themselves above your spouse's priorities or they're suggesting that you put yourself above your spouse's priorities. In each and every one of those situations, we're not being the spouse that we should be. We're not being the spouse that we're called to be. You, you live to serve your spouse, and that love, service, and commitment that you pour into your marriage comes back and rewards you and your spouse and your family 10 times fold. So whenever you feel that pressure from outside when you're asking or suggesting something, just remember you're laying the foundation for your home. You want the countertops, you want the beautiful floors, you want the nice home to live in. You need to keep a strong, concrete foundation, which means you and your spouse are on the same page and moving in the same direction together.
1: And the important part about that is it goes both ways. It's not just the husband asking permission to go fishing with his buddies. It's also the wives asking you no, know, is it okay if I go to lunch with my girls or whatever it is? Just make sure that it's a two way street. Like all conversations, all communication, it's a two way street, and because of that, that's what helps really build that foundation up nice and strong.
0: Yeah, and we're focusing a lot on scheduling right now throughout this conversation. I want to make sure we touch on budgeting because a lot of this administrative conversation, this laying of the foundation comes down to budgeting and money is one of the number one things that comes between relationships and marriages. Money is really hard and we've talked about this before. So if you're out with your friends and they want to go do something that's going to cost a lot of money, or if you and your wife did a budget and something happens while you're out and it's going to put you outside of that budget or anything like that comes about, you need to have a conversation about it and you need to make sure that the foundation remains strong and you may remain on the same page. So when things do come up and money's going to be spent or you want to spend money reaching out and touching base with your spouse, asking, Hey, is it okay if I spend this or making a suggestion? I know that we had this much money in the budget. Is it okay if we move things from here to there so that I can do whatever is really, really important. We want to make sure that we're asking and suggesting when it comes to options, we don't deliver until it's something that we can't change.
1: With money being such a big topic that you really need to tackle, you really need to tackle it together. Um, There's surveys that have been done recently, and one of them says that 41% of divorced Gen Xers and 29% of divorced Boomers say it was because of money, and that's not even talking about the millennials and so forth going on. on It's a big deal, and being open and honest and working together on it is really going to help make sure that that doesn't become an issue because it's there's no secrets there's no problems with it because you guys have already worked out those kinks and moved forward.
0: Once you have worked out those kinks and you've moved forward, you've asked, you've suggested you've somehow formulated a plan together and then you're, you're making that change together. It's going to prevent the, the head butting the conflict and it's going to have that foundation laid so that when you do get to the fun stuff, you get to the intimate moments with your spouse You get to date night because you've laid that strong foundation. You can really enjoy the good parts of your marriage. We also want to touch before we move on to approving and accepting. We want to talk about delivering. Delivering is when something happens and you can't change it. It's not a, hey, I want to do this or I'd like to buy this. It's a, hey, I'm running 15 minutes late because there was a car accident I'm going to be 15 minutes late. I'm sorry. But there's still an art to delivering that kind of information. You want to make sure that you're doing it in such a way where you're expressing you care about your spouse. You don't want to just be like, hey, I'm going to be an hour late. That's it. Hey, I'm really sorry. I know I said I'd be home at six. I'm going to be an hour late because X, Y, Z. That's going to, that's going to lay a foundation where your spouse knows what's going on. So when you get home... You're not walking into why were you an hour late?
1: It really ties back to that love, service, and commitment when you deliver it in a way that's a little bit more loving, right? Because it's showing that you are committed to them. You're not just mysteriously disappearing for random amounts of time, if that's what the case is, or if there's something that happened and you're informing them like, oh my gosh, this thing just happened over here. Like... Including them and having your spouse be a part of those things really helps to build that trust, which again builds the foundation, which makes your relationship just skyrocket forward.
0: And when we're having these conversations, when we're asking or suggesting or delivering info, we can still have fun with this, right? I'm running late because there was an accident on the freeway and I send a little funny picture of like a cartoon car accident, or if something's going on and I'm asking to go spend money with my friends sending a funny gif, a funny picture or a, an emoji to just kind of make light of it. It can make your relationship a lot more fun and enjoyable day in and day out.
1: We do not advocate texting while driving. It's only if you're stuck in traffic and not going anywhere. I'm, I'm a mom. That's what I do. Um, but yeah, like at the, at the end of the day, Marriage can be fun, and even the baseline, routine, everyday sort of conversations can still have fun in them, and it's up to you guys how that's going to look and how that's going to go. We've talked about, like, gift conversations and all that sort of stuff in the past. It's what works for you, but don't lose sight of having fun in your marriage. I feel like a lot of people get bogged down in the very serious details, and they forget that, like... This is an adventure that you're going on. Embrace it and enjoy it.
0: Definitely. You definitely want to embrace and enjoy every moment you have with your spouse because your spouse and your marriage is such a gift to your life. Having somebody to pull the plow a life with, having somebody to enjoy life with, having somebody to grow with is so much fun. And we need to keep that in mind when our spouse asks for something, suggests something, or delivers some information, this is an adventure, which means it's not predictable. And because it's not predictable, we need to make sure we're communicating back. So if you ask for something, suggest something, or deliver something, and you don't get an approval or an acceptance, they don't respond back to you, it didn't happen.
1: Yeah, without some sort of acknowledgement of the information or choosing of the suggestions or, you know, whatever it is, even just a thumbs up, just something so that you can let your spouse know, hey, I got your message, I received it. And then whatever the following actions are going to be can take place because it's been acknowledged. I feel like one thing that happens a lot is look at our phone, see something, it's information and then you're like, cool. And you just put it down and you don't actually respond to things. I know that I'm guilty of that. Like I'll look at it be like, oh, okay. Like no big. And then put it down. And then I realize I never acknowledge that. So he doesn't know that I saw that he's going to be 20 minutes later, whatever it is, or that he's going to spend X amount of money on this thing that he needs. Like it's just not, it's not there for him. So then he's over there like, well, did she get it? Like, does she know? Is Am I going to come home? And Is she, she going to be upset about this? Like, there's no resolution. There's no, like, end to that conversation or end to that moment. And without that, it can cause issues.
0: Not only can it cause issues, but it can really cause anxiety, frustration that multiplies with time. As human beings, we just have to be realistic in the sense that when there's failed communication or unclear communication or negative communication, the more time that passes, the more it grows. And if we can cut that off as quickly as possible, be clear with our communication, be positive with our communication, then we can really build a stronger foundation. We can have a closer relationship. We can move through life together more positively. So things you want to avoid in my opinion Somebody writes a note or sends you a text, and you respond in a note or in a text, and you respond, K. We have all had the friend that responds, K, dot, dot, dot.
1: Or, or even worse, K, period.
0: Ugh, horrible. We don't want to do that. We don't want to do that to our spouse. We want to respond, yes, thank you. Okay, sounds good or something even more fun or more personal. But you don't want to respond in such a way where it's, is that, K, okay, I'm mad at you, or is that, K, okay, I'm okay with it.
1: Or, sure, in our instance, sure is not a, not a great response for us, as we've talked about in the past.
0: So when you do communicate back an approval or an acceptance, you want to make that very clear. There is a whole other side to this. And the other side to this is what if you don't agree or what if you oppose or what if you don't like what they're asking? What if they're asking to go fishing on Saturday and you wanted to have a family day? Or they're saying, hey, I found this new thing that I really want to buy. It costs X amount of money. Can we move money in the budget? And you're like, that's not what we talked about. Can't we wait longer? So there is the opposition side and there is a good way to oppose And there's a not so good way to oppose. And in our marriage, this is something we are always working on.
1: I think one of the biggest things that we struggle with, and we're, I think, getting a little bit better at, but definitely still working on, is when there are suggestions made. Whether it's, hey, can we go buy this thing? Or there's these three places to choose from to eat. Where do you want to go? And you don't like any of them? The response shouldn't be, no, I don't want any of those. Or no, I don't want to do that. The response should include, no, I don't want to do that, but here's the suggestion on what we can do. Or, no, I'm not really feeling one of those places. What do you think about this? Have an alternative solution so that you're not just shutting your spouse down because that kind of rejection can lead to cracks in that foundation.
0: Definitely. And when you do oppose an idea and you propose a, opposite or um, maybe not necessarily opposite, but you propose a different solution or a different thing to do. It's important to make sure that when we do that, we're doing that from a place of loving and serving our spouse, right? Are we providing an alternative idea that includes their wants and feelings? Because it's just the human condition. We all get selfish sometimes and We had a plan and now our spouse wants to deviate from that plan and it's not convenient for us. Well, are you providing an option that includes their wants and needs and feelings? Are you providing an option that serves them? Or are you providing an option that, hey, no, I don't want to do that because this other option serves me better. And sometimes it's a little of both. But we still need to keep that mind of serving our spouse all the time. Even when we're opposing, even when we're disagreeing, we still want to serve our marriage and serve our spouse.
1: Some people may be tempted to just say yes when they have an opposition to something that their spouse either says or suggests because they want to avoid conflict and they're trying to serve their spouse and say, hey, I know you really want this, but I really don't want to do it. And you just say yes and push your feelings down. Don't do that. That's not going to help your relationship. That's not going to strengthen your relationship. If you have an opposition to something, it's okay to voice that because your spouse is a person that you are safe with, that you have these open lines of communication with, that who's going to understand your opposition to it, whether it's what restaurant you want to do, how you want to spend your money, or where you want to go or how you want to spend your time, it doesn't matter. If you have an opposition to it, tell your spouse. And because they are coming into the relationship also with love, service, and commitment, they're not going to hate you. They're not going to be mad at you. They're going to understand that there's something that you are opposed to. And as long as you can explain a little bit more than just saying no, because that's also not helpful, you can find a
0: resolution. Beautifully said. I can't agree more. We, with all of these types of communication, all these things that we're saying, whether we're asking, suggesting, approving, accepting, opposing, we want to do all of them with the idea of serving our spouse, but not holding back our position or our feelings. If we pretend to agree to something or we disagree to something without giving what we really feel or think. We're not serving our relationship well. We're not serving our spouse well. And when you don't serve your relationship well, you don't serve it as, You don't serve your spouse well, that's a recipe for a fight down the road. That's going to prevent you enjoying the other parts of your relationship. You're not going to be able to enjoy your intimate moment because you're not going to feel connected. You're not going to be able to have fun on your date night because you're not going to feel connected and there's going to be this barrier between you. So... Making sure that you're real and authentic and you're giving the real answer, the real way that you feel is so important. I can't stress that enough.
1: You may be thinking like, this is pretty heavy for administrative conversation. This is like schedules and budgets, guys, like calm down. But the reason that we are so passionate about this is because, like we said, this really is the foundation to your conversations. This is where most of your conversation happens, right? We want to focus on feelings and opinions and ideas and stuff. But at the end of the day, these are the kinds of conversations that have to happen. So if you can do these right and then build from there, you're just going to be building and building better and better.
0: Absolutely. And we're going to have an episode coming up fairly soon here on feelings and opinions. And we're going to have an episode that's on ideas. And we're going to have times where we're going to talk about more in-depth stuff. But we need to make sure that even with the surface level conversation, that we're expressing our authentic personality, who we are, and that's why we bring in the idea of fun, because if your marriage isn't fun, we're fighting a losing battle. You want to have fun day in and day out, and we get into a lot of like the heavy stuff in this in this podcast. And I think it's because we're so passionate about making sure that we're successful and we want to make sure that the hard stuff is covered and every relationship's different. But as you go through your week this week, and as you have administrative conversations, because these things happen every single day, have fun with it. Send silly photos, send emojis on text, leave silly notes on the board. When you do Ask your spouse for something. Make a funny face and joke about it. Have fun with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's something as easy as, like, I recently walked somewhere just because I was feeling like walking, Chris in the car, baby wasn't up, all that jazz was happening. And he texted me, he was like, hey, did you make it? And instead of just texting, like, yeah, or whatever, I snapped a quick selfie at the place that I needed to be to show him I was here and I'm alive and I'm okay. I think I made a bit of a silly face in it, but you know, just something like that. Just find ways to inject a little bit of fun into your relationship.
0: And if all else fails, joke, crack a joke. Laughter is always a way to make things fun and light and enjoyable. So make sure that you're having fun. And that's really our big challenge this week. We keep giving you all challenges. Find a way to take a day-to-day administrative conversation with your spouse, whether it be about a schedule or a budget or where you're going to go to dinner, find a way to make it fun. Try to make your spouse laugh this week with something that is just an everyday talk.
1: It's going to make it a little more enjoyable. You'll find creative ways to do it. And the nice thing is, because it's your spouse, you probably know their humor pretty well. So shouldn't be too hard of a challenge this week.
0: Next week, we're going to dive into a little bit more of sharing ideas and opinions. We're going to talk about things that are happening in the world and your opinions of that, sharing ideas of how to navigate your family and your budget and your relationship through different things in the world. We're going to talk about all those kinds of things. And if you can do these things that we're talking about today, well, when you have those conversations, you come in on a strong, firm, level foundation. If you can't do the things we're talking about today well, when you get into ideas, opinions, planning the future of your family, those conversations are going to be really hard because you're coming in on unstable ground.
1: So just remember, this is what's important. Laying that foundation, building that up, making sure that you guys are strong together, having some fun, communicating well, On the everyday, so that when you have bigger conversations, harder conversations, that communication line is already open.
0: We thank you guys so much for listening. Our podcast is continuing to grow. We're in 13 countries now. We've got tons of people listening and we're super excited. We want to hear from you. So shoot us an email at marriagewalkers at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. We're trying to be more active on social media. We'll continue to do so, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. We can't wait to talk to you next week.
1: Bye guys. Don't you.